Hello and welcome to another Must See Matches and it is Christmas. It's our last show of 2022. So why not go out with a bang? Something electrifying, brother. Uh, with me, oh, I'm Kieran Lefort uh, and with me as always is the man behind Must See Matches, Mark Buckledy. Mark, how's it going? I'm good. I'm in the Christmas mood. Uh, as we record this, I had my work's Christmas party yesterday. Excellent. Uh, mine got cancelled due to train strikes. <laughs> so we're having our Christmas party at some point in January. So this week... We thought, as I said, we'd go out with a bang and we're bringing you the first collision between two of the all-time biggest stars in wrestling. It's Hollywood Hulk Hogan versus The Rock from WrestleMania 18 on March the 17th, 2002. And of course, the only person we could turn to to help us out with this was our very own WWF icon. Matty Edwards is here. Matty, how's it going? Happy Christmas, boys. How are we? (laughs) Doing well. Doing well. Tinsel everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you put this on your list, didn't you, Matty? Yes, I did. I yeah. Did. So, what is what is it about this match that like puts it on the must see list? I mean, it's blatantly obvious than any match I think on, that I put on my list. It's just the spectacle of it. It's the mm-hmm. fans. It's just as you said there in the intro, Keenan. It's two of the biggest stars, probably two of the biggest top five stars of all time mm. in any mm. promotion colliding for the first time, and it's just the spectacle of it, mate. It's just unbelievable stuff. It really mm. is. So, uh, I mean, I assume you were, like, watching regularly at this time. I was. Like, this was during the yeah. period where I was watching. Like, I, I think I had I think I think had Sky. I didn't have Sky Sports, but, like, SmackDown was on, like, the, the regular. Sky 1. Was on Sky 11 1, o'clock yeah. in the morning, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like Sunday morning, wasn't it? Saturday it was. Or Saturday, oh, no, was yeah. Yeah, because SmackDown, yeah, because, yeah, it was on. Because it used to be on first at 11 o'clock, then they go on Sky Sports, the unedited version of a nighttime. And yeah, they yeah. cut the chair shots out yeah. on your one, so they cut to the crowd and stuff yeah. like that. It was, always the, it was always the same bloke they cut to as well, wasn't it? Yeah, they always. had like five or six shots they would cut to whenever there was anything violent. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, and a lot so was, was getting cut out back then as well, wasn't he? Yeah. To be fair. Yeah, I, so I was watching this at the, at the time, and, and uh, like uh, as is customary, I've watched through the build for this uh, yeah. this time. So we'll go through that in a minute. Mark, uh, were you watching at this point? Yeah, um, I can't say that I remember watching this match at the time, probably because even by this point, it's like Mm. Hogan is not on the list of people that I really want to spend my time watching. No, same. (laughs) I didn't watch this at the time. I think before this, I'd only ever seen this match once, but I remember the build. There's something specific about the build I remember, and we'll, we'll get to that. I will cover that when we get to it. I definitely remember it happening. I definitely remember following, because even... For most of the 2000s, even when I wasn't watching WWE, weekly I'd be seeing what the results were. Yeah. Even when I wasn't watching, I wanted to keep up with it. Yeah, and through watching the TV, like it was still kind of a hot product. So like the go-home were on the go-home SmackDown, do 15,000 fans each live. Um, I don't know what the TV ratings were, but like they were still doing like decent-sized houses. They were doing sellouts. So uh, we we start basically on the February 18th Raw, which is the night after No Way Out, which is where the NWO debut as a unit in the WWF for the first time. <clears throat> Excuse me, because they were they were a WCW creation. Mm-hmm. So Hall Nash and Hogan are together for the first time in the WWF as a as a team, um, and they. WWF wanted to get away from the NWO as quick as possible because it didn't spike the TV ratings the way they thought it was going to. Like it did monster merch numbers, but it was very clear from near the beginning that they want to split these guys up and have them do their separate thing. So they interfere in the main event of No Way Out, uh, which results in Chris Jericho retaining the undisputed title over Steve Austin in the main event. And on this Raw, Austin's out first, and holy shit, what is over like crazy? Like, as much as we hate it now and have hated it for years, it was hot shit (laughs) at the time. Unbelievable. Um, You kind of forget how hot that period, that 2000 to 2002 period was. Yeah, we're sort of like dribbling out of the Attitude Era into what will become ruthless aggression in a couple of years. That's what I always say. When the invasion ends the Survivor Series until it gets split in, you know, the, the brand split, mm. that like six months for me is forgotten. It, it's mm. ran, it's totally random, but it, it is a forgotten period. Yeah, like yeah. It is. And Definitely the brand is. split, I think, is uh, two, it's, uh, it's either a week or two weeks after WrestleMania. So, like, we're yeah. coming up on that now. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I, I mentioned Austin uh, because, like, the build for Hogan Rock is kind of intertwined with the build for Hall at versus Austin. Because yep. Steve Austin, quite sensibly, as soon as they brought up the idea of him working with Hogan, went, get <laughs> fucked. 
I was going to say that yeah. got off into Austin first. Yeah, yeah. Immediately, what would happen if he got embroiled with Hogan in any way? Smart man. Yeah. So, um, Austin's out. NWO come out and sort of like terrorize him and annoy him, and he throws full cans of beer at them up the ramp. Uh, Nash and Hall leave to go and get sushi, but Hogan stays behind. And he says he's going to rock someone's world. Hogan comes out and does his promo. He's supposed to be a heel, but people are cheering him. Um, and he starts with a total babyface promo. He's talking about how good it is to be back in the WWF. Andre today is 700 pounds, apparently. Uh, he talks about how the fans turned on him and drove him out. Uh, he he gets a what and immediately follows it with, you're going to do. Like, he was, he was yeah. on point. Um, uh, he's, yeah, he's on it. Yeah, he says nobody in the building would be a wrestling fan if it wasn't for him, and he's the biggest star that's ever been in wrestling, and there will never be anyone bigger. Rock's music hits. The place goes fucking mental. Like, this happens a lot. Um, uh, Jim Ross says, uh, wrestling's past is about to meet wrestling's future. And I'm like, hang on. Even in 2002, which of these two is wrestling's future? Between WrestleMania 18 and today, Hogan has actually had more matches yeah. than The Rock. I was going to say. I was, yeah. was going to say that. Yeah. Hogan had more matches in WWE mm. than Rock did uh, after, yep. after Mania. Crazy. Yep. Ridiculous. <laughs> Between WrestleMania 18 and today, The Rock has only had 32 more matches, whereas Hogan's had 50-odd. Um, and uh, 42 so, of those were in WWE. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Rock says, who had ever thought they'd see Hogan and Rock in the same ring? Uh, in his own sort of inimitable style, he says, the fans didn't drive Hogan out of the WWF, they just got sick of him. No doubt Hogan's a legend and an icon, and for all the talk about headlining multiple WrestleManias, how does Hollywood feel about headlining one more with The Rock? No, you're not doing that, Keenan, sorry. You're not doing that line justice. How good no, The Rock I, turns into that. One more WrestleMania with yeah. The Rock. It's unbelievable, yeah. I, honestly. Look, I'm not. I'm a bloke sitting in his living <laughs> room with a microphone yeah. in front of his face. I'm not fucking Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have many more listeners if I was Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> so, of course, they go nose to nose. They milk it for every last second mm. as the place is going crazy. Uh, as uh, Hogan calls Rock flavor of the month, what makes Rock think he's even in Hogan's league? And Rock cuts him off and he pitches the match again. He's like, this is the fantasy match that nobody ever thought they would see. Like the dream match to decide the best ever. He asks the crowd if they want to see it. Nobody says no, of course. <laughs> he does the ear cup, the Hogan ear cup, and he asks Hogan yes or no. And Jim Ross channels AEWJR early on and goes, just make up your damn mind and get out the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Like this, there's it's this incredible tense moment between two of the biggest stars of all time, and he sticks a pin in it immediately. <laughs> um, so Hogan says yes. He says it'll be a pleasure to kick the Rock's ass at WrestleMania. They have this tense handshake, and Hogan wishes Rock luck and goes to leave. But Rock keeps hold of his hand, pulls him back in, and uh, and says, um, uh, "I'm I'm not going to need good luck as much as you," and gives him the rock bottom. Fuck that lineup too. Um, yes. So uh, Rock goes up up the, to the stage hall and nash rush out and attack him they beat him back down the ramp and chuck him back in the ring where hogan's recovered and beats him with the weight belt uh hall hits him with uh what we used to call the razor's edge according to jr uh nash gives him the power bomb hogan beans him over the back of the head with a hammer and the leg drop and makes a cover as hall counts the pin and the crowd count along which they shouldn't do for a heel no um they spray nwo on his back and he's stretched out I'm going into detail on this for a very good reason. After the break, the stupid bit. Rock gets loaded into an ambulance, but as it leaves the building, uh, an 18-wheeler cab blocks its way and a car cuts off the back from reversing. And the NWO jump out of this car and start hitting the ambulance with tire irons to scare away the crew. Hall changed the door shut uh, and Hogan says, he wanted me to bring it, guys. He's going to wish I took it back in one of the like lame, lame lines that Hogan thinks is cool. Um... <laughs> He gets into the truck, and after saying, I'm going to lay the smack down on his crippled ass at least three Jesus. times, yeah, smashes it into the side of the ambulance, or at least a, a stunt driver does in a pre-tape. In actual fact, they had three ambulances, and the one they drive the truck into very obviously doesn't match the one they put the rock into, even though they went all the trouble of changing the number plates over. Like, it's different <laughs> colours on the sides. Oh. Um, uh, Hogan gets out and does his shit line again, uh, and they leg it to the limo and get gone. This is terrible. Like, this is as bad or as worse than Austin when he picked up Triple H's car on the forklift and dropped it. 
to end a pay-per-view a couple of years previous. See, Kieran, I mean, I, I, I've been biting my tongue here, mate, on the on. last couple of minutes. You know, you know, you know that I'll be yeah. a fan of this angle. I know you're picking holes in the actual, you know, the different things. Yeah, but yeah. I, I remember watching it live. I, as a fan, I mm. was like, whoa. Because I know what you're saying now with an older head, it's a proper professional wrestling angle the, the yeah. interview but then it goes typical wwe i get that yeah, yeah. you know i don't I mean? think it, i don't is. think it needed that bit like everybody yeah. was into it like oh, they yeah. had, to, they had to they had to write the rock out and i guess they need to do something big because to he's a big out. star yeah. um yeah but it was like it got it for me it, like it goes too far like it right yeah it oh, becomes that, it becomes a movie um, yeah and, yeah. So and the, had, the other the other bit of that is you've done this essentially trying to injure someone angle and you're having a match that eventually it's a great match. It's not a heated match. It's not a a blood so the match and the angle don't mesh. Yeah. Yeah. You could have left it at the hammer, couldn't you? You could have yeah, left it absolutely. after the hammer shot absolutely. and that would have been a professional wrestling angle. However, but I know they go over the top. You can't leave it at, at the hammer. Because running around at this time is Triple H with his sledgehammer. And people oh. are coming back in a couple of weeks from being hit with a sledgehammer, which is bigger than the right. thing Hogan hits Rock with. It's, yes, yeah. Yes. It's just yeah. it's this this need to build. Yeah. What made me laugh is after the break. Should have hit him with Van Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would never recover. You would have been out for you. Yeah, you would have back. <laughs> uh, so after the break, King and JR are talking about it in quite hushed tones. And I pissed myself when the Godfather's music hit. <laughs> <laughs> this brilliant juxtaposition of just nonsense. And they spend the whole of Charlie Shango versus Booker T talking about the angle. And they even claim the Godfather's quote unquote ladies are concerned about the rock. Um, so I, I had a look like the people just on this raw, you get Austin rock, Hogan hall, Nash angle, Hardy's and Lita, Rick Flair's the GM undertaker, triple H and Mr. Perfect. Like mm. you would, you would yeah. go to see a card full of those people, right? Any day of the week. It's crazy the star power just on the weekly TV. It's an embarrassment, an embarrassment of riches. Mm. They, as we said, we had to. They had to do this because The Rock had just had a new kid, uh, uh, who is now training at the Performance Center. Still, I do believe. Um, no, she's on. Yeah, she's on telly though. Oh, she's, she's on, on TV NXT. now. Yeah, she's on NXT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's there. Yeah. And he was also doing promotional touring for the Scorpion King at the time, so they needed to get yeah. him out of the way. Hogan, for his part, has to carry this whole uh, has to carry this whole bill by himself because Dwayne just isn't around. Yeah. Um. So I mean, there's not much on the SmackDown. It all kind of shifts over to being to to the Hall versus Austin build, and Hogan is just kind of like getting in lines in promos to kind of keep it going. Yeah. The next week on Raw, like he does a promo uh, addressing the situation. He says that Rock's injuries are more severe than have been made public knowledge, and it felt really good to hurt him. He says he, he's heard that Rock's going to be here like, tonight, prompting a massive pop and a Rocky chant. But if he shows up, Hulk's going to going to finish him off. And then this like transitions into the Austin stuff. Um, uh, the Rock does, in fact, arrive uh, a cardboard cutout of the Rock. Yeah, I remember. Uh, in, yeah, I was going to say Hogan's, that. Yeah, <laughs> in Hogan's <laughs> locker room, uh, and he basically berates this thing, saying, "In, in twenty years, nobody's going to remember the Rock's name." And I'm like, "Oh, if only you knew, buddy." <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh, if only. <laughs> yeah, uh, and he finishes it off by uh, yappapying it with the with the weight belt. Uh, February twenty eighth. Uh, SmackDown. Uh, Hogan says he he uh, is gonna. He says Rock's not going to be there, uh, but he's going to produce his own epic saga on the Rock, um, which turns out not to be on the Rock at all. Uh, is his epic saga is this really good video package, basically showing highlights of his whole career from beating the Iron Sheik in '84, all mm. his WF title wins, his arrival in WCW, the heel turn, the formation of the NWO, their uh, their arrival in the WWF, uh, all the way up to the ambulance angle, and they. They use real American, American made, and the NWO theme on it. It's a really, really good package. Yeah. Um, highlight of the March Fourth Raw is a guy in the crowd who has brought 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 us <laughs> over Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> this also, actually, I'm lying. It's not the highlight. The highlight is a bit I have in bold in my notes, which just says the POD video. Do you know what I mean by the POD video? Is it the Rock Alive one, is it? Yes. The video? Yes, yes, yes. yes. They're all the My Sacrifice ones, aren't they? They yep. had them yep. at the time. I love all them. This <laughs> video, 
this so when when Garrett Kidney was here and we were doing uh, the TNA cage match, we talked about David Zahardi, and I mentioned like without seeing his stuff on WWF TV, like the stuff I was making, I would then go on and make for for wrestling companies wouldn't have been the same. Like he had such a massive influence on my style yeah. and like essentially like gave me a career. This video is at the top of that li- list. Like uh, I, I only get to see, because like the the smackdowns I have were off the network. Like I only get to see it once in this build. But I've seen this video a lot. Like there was oh, a point where I knew it, on Raw, yeah, and SmackDown. I knew wow. it inside out, and it's so good at like explaining the career of the rock and his character and it was the the thing that really set the light bulb off in my head about being able to like match footage to lyrics yeah yeah and that kind of thing it's such a great video i love it and even now if ever i hear alive i can hear like uh, Rock's voice over over the top yeah. of it, and and the bits where he's challenging Hogan towards the end. Um, yeah, it's it's ruined the song for me. But yeah, I, yeah. I l- absolutely adore this video. But there was a few around this time, like the Mike Sacrifice. Everyone yep. remembers, don't yep. they? The they, they, they F Desire. And do you remember the one that sticks out to me is the it's the build up to when Vince is bringing the NWO in. It's Kid Rock, Lonely Road of Faith, where they go through the history of the WWF. It's unbelievable. See, that is one of my favorite. The thing about that is I wasn't a WWF kid. I was a WCW kid. Right. And what I really like, uh, firstly, Kid Rock's a knob end. Secondly, (laughs) don't like that song. I think a lot of people, I'm not going to lump you in here. I think a lot of people like it just for the how much I love you line and the slow-mo shot of Andre the Giant. That's what most people like about that video. Yeah, there was a guy. He unfortunately passed away a couple of years ago. I think a guy who basically did a WCW version. That, yeah, I can see that yeah. online. I, yeah, yeah, I think I've seen that. That really video, good. that fan video, gives me the chills that WWF fans get from the original. Right, right, yeah, yeah it's class. But yeah, you're you're you're, you're right. It's, they were very good at producing that kind of thing around this time. And again, that's all down to David Zahardi. Right, right. Um, so. March the 7th, SmackDown. Uh, part of the POVD video is used, but with the music replaced with something generic for the network. <laughs> and here comes The Rock. He looks absolutely fine. He's not selling one bit of a major auto accident two and a half weeks ago. He's got like ago. a plaster on his, on his, like his side. Yeah, later yeah. on he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all. I remember that being a bit. Yeah. He says he made a mistake. And for the, the first time I can remember, he refers to himself in the first person. He says, I made a mistake. And he's not he's Ooh. not saying the rock made a mistake. Big that. Big. Yeah. Yeah. The only other time I remember him doing it was in the, the feud with Kurt Angle. He says, Do you understand the rock? Do you understand me? Mm. When Kurt's going like he's the like the mental world champion. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um so he says the big mistake was being happy that the NWO were coming because while everybody else was thinking about them being a poison, he was only thinking about Rock versus Hogan at WrestleMania. He was so obsessed without thinking about what Hogan was, he forgot what Hulk Hogan is, a jaded, self-centered, bitter son of a bitch. He says Hogan made a bigger mistake by not finishing him off when he had the chance and he challenges him to finish the job tonight. NWO porno music hits and the crowd, of course, goes fucking apeshit. Hogan does this promo delivering his lines like he's recording them for one of the PS2 games. <laughs> like <laughs> poo-pooing Rock's challenges. He says he wants to wait until Rock is 100% at Mania. He says he wouldn't take advantage of someone in a weakened state. And Rock goes, no, 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 no. You come down here and you take advantage of a weakened Rock. I am begging you. Who who would have thought the man with the 24-inch pythons would turn out to have half-inch testicles? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that sounds like a proper rock line. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Scott Hall cuts in front of Hogan. He says, Hulk's too much of a nice guy to take advantage of the rock, but Hall isn't and challenges him. Uh, rock, of course, calls him Chico because he has to get an insider line in somewhere uh, uh, and says it's on. So later on, we get the rock versus uh, Scott Hall. Um, rock actually sells something. As Ma- Matty said, he has this these ribs taped. Um, uh, my, uh, I noted my favorite sign of the crown, which crowd, which in large letters says Nash is horrible and apparently got confiscated moments later. <laughs> <laughs> Nash definitely see that one, didn't he? Another way. Yeah. Um, uh, Rock gets Razor in legit the worst sharpshooter of all time. <laughs> uh, Hogan, I don't, I don't know why they didn't call it the Scorpion King Lock when he came back. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Hogan distracts Rock, letting Hall get in some shots to those ribs. Uh, repeatedly drops, 
uh, drops Rock ribs first on the barrier. Uh, but Rock eventually backdrops his way out the razor's edge, hits the rock bottom, Nash hits the ring and makes the biggest mess of getting punched back out of it. Um, while the ref is dealing with that, Hogan comes in and the place goes mad for another stare down. Nash comes back in. They triple team the rock. The ref does nothing. He does not call for a DQ. <laughs> Three men beating up the rock. The glass shatters and the pop is insane because it's going to be The Rock and Steve Austin against Hogan and the NWO. Mm. Yep. Uh, so Austin hits the ring, batters the NWO, finally forcing Nash to take a bump for two chair shots uh, <laughs> before Rock clotheslines Nash out the ring. Uh, he makes it over the top this time. Uh, Rock and Austin stand tall and Austin gets bleeped for very clearly yelling fuck you at Hogan <laughs> <laughs> like he's right in front of the camera when he does it like both fingers up the, the work this is the point I did notice like whenever he flips the bird like the cameras will zoom in to try and cut it off yeah they don't want mm. they don't want to show him doing that on TV they're trying to clean up a bit which if, if like all the blood and naked women all over these shows it's crazy like that's the thing they don't want to show yeah. so here comes crazy vince who books austin and rock versus the nwo in a handicap match for raw uh, austin once again throws full cans of beer up the ramp at uh, the nwo and vince and uh, rock and austin chug beers for about seven minutes because apparently they've gone home early <laughs> Uh, March 11th Raw the version of this I have is from the time when they had to blur all the WWF scratch logos and some shots look like someone has wiped Vaseline all over my TV I was gonna say, it's no good I can't even watch them cleaning it's honestly so hard. I, like, I wasn't Betty. watching full shows I was fast forwarding to get to the stuff with the people we, we're yeah. talking about and like if something caught my eye like I would watch it Yeah. sidebar Rob Van Dam is fucking tearing it up in the ring on these shows. Like oh, he yeah. has some mm. great, great matches. There's a Kurt Angle match. There's um, he does uh, some six man stuff with the Hardys against uh, like there's well, I think there's a Dudleys and Lance Storm. The one. Dudleys, isn't it? Yeah, he's yeah. always in there yeah. with them. Definitely. The only the only person that comes out of the the Alliance Angle mm. with like a rocket ship up him in terms of just so much better than going in was Rob Van Dam. Yeah, he was the one definitely. guy that came out of that looking class. Yeah, they wanted it to be test. <laughs> yeah. He was over from the minute he come in, though, Van Dam, and he stayed mm. that way. Yeah. He, he literally stayed. I, the I literally remember watching when Dreamer and Van Dam came in and that yeah, Van, yeah. Van Daminator, and it's just... Mm. On the on this Raw, there's a, there's a Hardys and Rob Van Dam versus Dudleys and Regal match. Um, the baby faces are super over and it's just six lads speeding through all their signature stuff for about five minutes, ending with yes. Van Damme pinning Regal with a five-star frog splash. And again, like that movie is, over, movie is over like crazy as well. So main event, Rock and Steve Austin versus Hulk Hogan, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. What a match though, Keenan, as in name-wise, big match. Mm. Yeah, right? This big. is the one and only match Steve Austin and Hulk Hogan have ever ever yeah. been in together it's madness it's and they crazy. barely touch each other you you, yeah. you say that i can 100 percent see yeah it's this would be on purpose this really would because definitely I don't austin think, doesn't want nothing to do there, with them i don't mm. think there at all. was there's no way those two are going to agree on anything mm. in a match that's going to appeal to bet to both people because yeah. both of them are going to have the mindset of i can't give that guy anything I need to be superior. It's like it. It's that element of it's with like professional boxing. So many dream matches don't happen because of mm. the egos involved. Yeah. So uh, Rock takes a swing at Hogan, but that leaves him open to Hall's attack. Nash does Nash things. Uh, Hogan tags in when Rock has been beaten down and does Hogan things. He voluntarily takes the do rag off and immediately goes from forty eight to sixty eight. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable like how you don't think how much that changes his look and ages him when like you, you should know, have got that, a super glue to his edge I think it's one of the one of the video games where like yeah the Hogan head has the has the do-rag permanently attached to it. <laughs> um uh, so uh, Rock fights his way out the heel corner avoids a big Kev elbow drop hot tag Steve Austin uh, all three of the NWO squad bump for Austin, thankfully, uh, as uh, Stone Cold tries to do his comeback while putting a dislocated finger back in. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, NWO, though, take over on him with quick tags. Um, 
Austin, however, was watching SmackDown on Thursday and also backdrops out the razor's edge. Uh, he and Hall double down off simultaneous clothesline and double tag out. The crowd goes nuts again for Rock battering Nash. Uh, Hall distracts, though. The heels have the advantage again. Hogan tags in, and he and Rock brawl messily. Like, these two trying to time punching and blocking punches it was just <laughs> terrible to watch. Uh, Austin flies across the ring to take out Hall, and Nash follows those two to the outside. Inside, Hogan hits the big boot, the leg drop, and he pins the Rock clean. There you go. What the <laughs> fuck? Yeah. It's what? like you couldn't do a DQ, you couldn't do a wild out of control double disqualification. You know that's Hogan. Exactly for for Shundi coming up. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. I, I pinned him first kind of thing. I mean I Kieran does as well, but I listened to Days of Thunder, which is a quick plug fantastic podcast. Mm. Uh and it's uh, I'm not sure if you know about it, Matty. Literally, they watch nothing but WCW Thunder. Yeah, and I've the seen that. Look, yeah, yeah, and I know about it. The, and the, just the amount of times where you just see the egos comes through mm. from Hogan, and they've not even gotten to like the 2000 period or when Hogan basically gets embarrassed by Jeff Jarrett and takes his ball and goes home. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he's always, he's always been the worst, hasn't he, for all that kind of stuff. I mean, I remember him getting. In the World War Three Battle Royals, you get eliminated under the bottom rope. It's like yeah. just go over the top rope and take go out normal. It's just I stupid. mean, we've got we've got one more Hogan match left on this list. It's not Hogan singles match, and Hogan is mostly remembered for basically doing that exact same thing in that match. I just remember what it is. <laughs> oh, I know what it is now because you told yeah. me last time. I know what yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so there's no more actual Hogan matches. Have we only got one more rock match to go as well? So uh, I'll jump in now with the, yeah, yeah. the stats. So yeah, on, Hogan yeah. had nine matches nominated. Only two made it on the list. The ones that were nominated for Hogan, Warrior at WrestleMania 6. I was going to say that. Mm-hmm. Andre at Mania 3. Yep. Versus Brock Lesnar in 2002. Smackdown. Smackdown. Yeah. Goldberg yeah. at the Georgia Dome. Goldberg wins the belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the NWO six man where Hogan is the third man, mm-hmm. a great Muta match in New Japan in 1993. Oof, I've never seen that one. I've no I remember clue that. Why. Like of all the ones you've listed, that is most definitely the least must see. Like that's not a that's not a you big say that point in the business, right? The next one is SummerSlam '89: Hogan and Brutus Beefcake versus Randy Savage and Zeus. I think someone's ribbing you there. I think I was going to say, Tom Lister I, no, that that in that in, yeah, no offense, but I was that mushy that tag match. I mean, I it, it's, it's like, did you did you get any any uh, any emails from like Brutus Beefcake or anybody named like that? Like, <laughs> did uh, <laughs> and, and signed from at Zodiac on? Uh, yeah. <laughs> on I really give she was though, yeah, yeah. <laughs> possibly. And the oldest one is a 1982 AW. WA match huh. of Hogan and Andre in a handicap match against Bobby Heenan, Ken Patera, Bobby Duncan, and Nick Bockwinkle. That'll right. be just because Hogan and Andre are a tag team. That's like the spectacle yeah. of musty yeah. for that short. Yeah, you know what I mean? That, that's, that's fair. So play. we've you've got m- you've mentioned yep. some big like moments in wrestling history there. Like the Hogan mm. versus Andre is you know ninety three thousand people in the Body Slam heard around the world. Uh, like yeah. the the. Uh, the third man match is like a like the turning point in WCW mm. and was like was what started the push towards them becoming the biggest company wrestling company in the world for a year. Mm. Um, yeah, there's some big stuff there. The and Goldberg we're not match about any should of it. Have, yeah, the Goldberg match should yeah. have been yeah, like should have been the thing that puts Goldberg into superstardom. Mm. Well, even the Warrior match, boys, I always say that's one of the legit biggest matches. The two yeah. biggest, like, cartoon, larger-than-life characters you've ever seen. Yeah. World title, the IC, unification. It's mm. massive. That's one of the biggest matches of all. And it's a great match as well, considering who's in there. Yeah. It, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's so good. It really is so good. Yeah. So, The Rock, there's one other match that The Rock is in on the list. Do you want to guess, Matty? Ooh, one Rock match. Over. One rock match. God, I mean, the me starting with that. Um, it's got to be Austin, hasn't it? It's got to be against Austin. Mania yeah, 17. Austin 17. Be. Yep. Yeah, has to be All that. All three Austin Rock Mania matches got nominated. Yeah. So did Rock only get one other match nominated? 
No, no, no. Rock had 12 nominated. Oh, okay. He had two on the list. Oh, I, see. I see. Any Triple so, H matches in there, Mark? Nominated. Uh, Against just, Rock, I mean, Keenan, against Rock, not just Triple H, Keenan, I mean, against Just the Rock. the Rock Triple H uh, ladder match at SummerSlam 98. Oh, Corker, yeah. Corker, that. Iron Man's better. You think, yeah? We'll talk one day about that, Wakey. <laughs> I mean, the other Rock ones, you've got DX and the Radicals 10-man match mm. from Raw. Yeah. Uh, you've got Mankind at 29th of December 98, which might be the chair shot match, That's, I think. Yeah, is it? So yeah, that, it was Austin's yeah, pop, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. Billy Gunn gets the biggest pop of his life and then it's immediately eclipsed <laughs> by the pop Steve Austin gets. Yeah. I think people get that one confused because it was taped in December 98 but didn't air until January 99. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That's right. That, yeah. there, there's quite a few other big. Mm. Uh, Big mate, like pay per view matches. You've got mm. Vengeance 02, which was weirdly enough ho- Rock versus Angle versus Taker. Somehow. Oh, that's always reg- that is the sorry to coin the phrase again. That's a proper IWC class. That's a proper good triple threat match. You know, that's really <laughs> rated. No, Keenan mm. is. You know, it's it's really good. That I'm really sure I've good. seen it a bunch of times. Like, but in this moment, I don't remember it because after first one in a three way, I remember WWF. They all give each other. Their own finishes, like right. I think, uh, ah, taking his angle, yeah. angle slam, and then like through the way that one gives someone a choke mm. slam. But it, it's mm. really good, really mm. good that much. So I've got but one yeah. more episode of TV to get through. Uh, Hogan arrives, uh, SmackDown, March 14th. Hogan arrives with a videotape. He gives it to some goon in the back and says he's heading to the ring. Make sure to play the tape when he when he calls for it. Goes to the ring and he says he sat back and he's watched every next big thing come through town. Funnily enough. That would end up being uh, Brock Lesnar's uh, um, nickname when he arrived, mm. the next big thing. Uh, he's watched every next big thing come through town and fail to kill Hulkamania. Like Piper tried, Warrior tried, Andre tried, and they all suffered the same fate as The Rock did on Monday. Big boot and leg drop. In fact, play the tape of, uh, of me pinning The Rock on Raw. Uh, so they play the tape. He says, the thing that came closest to killing Hulkamania was the fans, but even they couldn't do it, and he can prove it. And he's got the footage. And he plays it again, like the 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 big boot, the leg drop, the pin. Mm. He then asks for it to be played in slow motion for new fans and slow people who didn't get it before. Uh, what's funny about this is uh, uh, Jerry Lawler does his commentary in slow motion over the top of it. Talking <laughs> like this. He was still all right at this time, the King, yeah, like, before he, he fell off a cliff. And- and, th- and this is Jerry Lawler doing the PWG slow-mo stick about a decade <laughs> before they started doing that. He says, after he beats Rocket Mania, Rocky's going to find out that he is ordinary and he is common. Uh, and you know what? Let's run the tape again. But this time, Rock's music hits. And he comes out on the stage with the mic and he says, yeah, you beat me. But he doesn't give a shit about be- beating Hulkamania because that's a fantasy. And he launches into some unfunny rock comedy of the time by putting Hulker in front of a bunch of words. He says, Hulkamania is a fantasy, but on Sunday, reality is going to hit. And while you can beat him in a tag, you can hit with a hammer and you can try and end his career. But there's no way he's not going to walk into WrestleMania and whoop his ass. Hogan gives Rock his due, says he's found that he's discovered he's more than just the flavor of the month. He says it's the biggest match of all time as they're pushing this, and it wouldn't be that if The Rock wasn't who he was. But there's a question he asks every opponent, and it's, what are you going to do when Hulkamania runs wild on you? And he tears the shirt off. Uh, Rock says he's going to tell exactly what he's going to do, and he calmly walks down to the ring to do so. Again, like, place going nuts. They mm. were determined to get as much out of these two, like, staring at each other as possible. He says on Sunday he's going to put an end to the legend of Hulk Hogan and go down in history as the best ever. Uh, but until then, he's going to take his vitamins and Hulk should say his ple- Hulk should say his prayers. I'm not doing that again. If you smell what the Rock is cooking, they drop their mics. They go nose to nose. The crowd are losing their minds, and eventually, mm. Hogan just backs away and leaves the ring. I mentioned enjoying uh, Rob Van Dam. Uh, there was some other good stuff I enjoyed. There was some terrible stuff. So like poor Chris Jericho is the champion and this is like where he's having to like walk the dog for, for Stephanie and he's cleaning Clean the, the dog. Clean the dog, shift off Lucy's yeah, dog. It's this <laughs> yeah. poor man. And he's like the fifth or sixth most important man in the company as and the champion. And he's the undisputed champion, yeah. 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 But the other stuff I did enjoy is running alongside this is the build for Ric Flair versus The Undertaker with that classic segment of Undertaker going down to Tracks, which was their training facility before the oh, performance centre, and yeah. beating the fuck out of David Flair. Busting him open with just digs, really. Yeah. He literally yeah. busts him open with digs, yeah. yeah. And they do, the, the on that final SmackDown, they do an Undertaker versus David Flair match. And the thing that made me piss myself laughing is half the shots in David's uh, Tron, his his entrance video, are just shots of his dad looking really disappointed. 
<laughs> so <laughs> finally we come to this match it is the uh it is the toronto skydome uh there are sixty-eight thousand two hundred thirty-seven people in the building of which sixty-one thousand and sixty-seven have paid to get in Not uh, bad. i believe it was at the time the largest crowd and the biggest gate in canadian wrestling history uh the opening video package is set to the future wwe don't try this at home music <laughs> <laughs> Hogan comes out. He looks like a fucking wardrobe. His torso is enormous. He's got a Ron Seal tan. Mm, um, yeah. uh, Rock is like, he's as wet as he is in Fast and Furious 5. Uh, he still has hair and his body is at this stage where he's in between acting and wrestling. So he's mm. leaner than he has been, but he's still in fantastic shape. And oh, it seems yeah. stupid to say now, but like, looks like a megastar. Just put him on a poster. Like, yeah, <laughs> they did a lot and yeah, it worked. Yeah um they but also do... you compare this rock to sort of like film rock mm. and he's so much leaner i think than... oh Phil, so this is like this is acting mm. rock so this is uh scorpion king and um southland tales and uh what be cool was he in be, be cool, cool. As well? oh, yeah, yeah. the sequel to get yeah. shorty i remember that I couldn't remember what it was yeah. called yeah he was in that and that was when he was it was about him being an actor and it was before he developed this like the the Dwayne Johnson action persona, where he's essentially the mm. guy from the Fast and Furious movies in every single movie. But yeah. that's what at the, at the start, even that's what held him back in early interviews. He was like he was too big; he had to trim yeah. down because yeah. he wasn't getting enough roles. Yeah, he uh, he found his niche. He did. Yeah, um, <laughs> they do they do a, like a looking backward and f forward to the crowd standoff before the bell, at, which is a direct repeat of their first interaction on Raw, and they are giving. Mm everybody a chance to get a photo like there are 69,000 oh, I've got it down how many flashes is yeah it? it's ridiculous yeah. it's, it's, it's ridiculous like... <laughs> this is before like camera phones though this is legit yeah. cameras mm. though it's genuinely yeah, like pretty much Kodak's and that's just like yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give the first of a few bits of praise to The Rock here because coming down to the ring and during at the beginning of that and sort of at the beginning of the match I thought Rock did a fantastic job of just from his facial expressions and his reactions of making Hogan look like the a massive mountain to climb mm. in terms yeah. of like he had a look of fear and a look of doubt. And when have you ever seen The Rock show fear and doubt? He's usually the most confident guy in the room, isn't he, Mark? Yeah. He's usually but, like... but he, he also had a look of determination of like, mm. he is a mountain to climb, but I'm going to climb it. But he's choking yeah. it in as well, boys. Like mm. this is a genuinely big mm. match, a big moment. You can tell he's like, it's, he, he looks mm. great, yeah, it's brilliant. So there's gigantic pots for Hogan pushing Rock out of a lockup and dropping him with a shoulder block. It's oh. mostly for it's mostly for the posing that happens after. Yeah, it's that first section though, boys. Mm. It just goes ballistic. It's just full of like you can just tell like college lads or something. They just they just offer it, aren't they? Yeah, Hogan, Hogan, like Hogan traditionally has always been a big draw in in uh, in Toronto. Like so that that's where the mm. Warrior match happened, mm. and he yeah. previously did another sixty thousand gate with Orndorf, uh, Paul Orndorff. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so like. Yeah, he, he was always a big deal in Toronto. Hogan goes for forearms, punches, clotheslines. Rock sells each one like it's come out of a handgun. So, like, he's determined to to, to yeah. put him over. Yeah, he's a good bumper, Rock. He is. Rock, Rock is a 0.7 on the Shawn Michaels taking the piss scale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't go over the top, though, like Michael. Yeah. Back, yeah. He just got it down it, it, below. But it. if you actually looked at it, it's not that far off Michaels, but it's the kind of you can tell that it's because Rock's giving Hogan the facial expressions and kind yes. of selling the yeah. worry and fear that I think rock's fine with it's whereas with michaels it was more you could tell michaels was just 100 yeah. percent. i'm My just michaels taking this was treating it like he was wiley coyote and hogan was roadrunner yeah, yeah like definitely. just a just a massive cartoon um so rock uh manages to hit his own flying clothesline and crafty old hulk he doesn't sell it like a heel getting his comeuppance he immediately sells for sympathy he sells like an oh, old yeah. man yes and i'm like does. you crafty motherfucker gets massive booze massive booze for mm. this first bit of this exactly. is literally rock's first bit of offense and he gets booed out of the building yeah, yeah. it's how could you do that to poor old hulk 
Well, Keenan kind of throw in there. You missed out. I think you missed the headline Hogan throws in that he thinks is cool. He's shouting at the rock, you ain't not a meatball. It's like, oh, yeah, you're not a meatball. I thought he was calling him Paul. No. Yeah. What? <laughs> it was like, why are you calling him Paul? Calling, calling him meatball before he'd shaved his head and started to look like one. Um, so uh, Rock does the the right hands and the spit punch that's supposed to send Hulk over the top rope, but he was from, he's, he's yeah, from no, the Kevin Nash school of going <laughs> over the top rope and sort of like swabs under the bottom to the floor. Uh, Rock is heavily booed, chucking him back in and going to work on him. Hulk comes back with this weird elbow strike, uh, a bunch of elbow drops and a lariat in the corner as loud like Hogan chants fill the air. They botch something or other in the corner, and again, huge boos as Rock sort of spears him uh, and lays in some lame right hands. I love that little short spear, Keith, the little to one. I, I don't mind. Was that, that meant little... to be a spine buster and Hulk just didn't yes. go up? <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna give you know what I'm gonna give Hulk the benefits here. I think it's just a nice little take down to me. I, 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 I thought it looked good. I thought it looked good. Uh, no, no. To me, it was like it's the. The positioning, it's the rock going for the spine buster and Hulk doesn't go up nearly as much as he goes <laughs> yeah. up for the net, for the proper one he takes, which is basically half a fucking inch. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, I think, yeah, I don't know. Go on. <laughs> so uh, everybody hold the back of their head. The rock is about to take a back suplex, uh, but he kicks oh, out. <laughs> love it, Keenan. I love it. Ankle slams. You know, when I used to backyard wrestle, yeah, that was a few years ago. I used to, every time I took an yep. angle slam, I'd sell yep. it exactly the same as the rock. Yeah. Uh, uh, Hogan does an abdominal stretch for a bit and finally acts like a heel, but he's getting cheered for back rakes and biting and, oh my God, 2022 John Moxley is Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, the thing with Hogan for the build and the match is he has no clue whether he's a heel or a face. And even he when he's getting has. full cheers. And yeah, I, you're saying it's like, I mean, he was in WCW, which to be fair is going to make everyone not sure what the hell they're doing. If you're in <laughs> 2099 WCW. He was always given the eye rakes and the back rakes. Exactly. The 80s, right. When he's Hulkamania. He I was going to do, do this at the end, but like, what do people make of Hulk Hogan? Like, I, I mean, I, I've never got him. So I grew up watching, I'm old. I grew up watching World of Sport on ITV. How old are you, Kieran? Sorry, I need to ask how old I am. <clears throat> uh, I am 43. Oh, but you're not that old. Oh, God, you're not that old. <laughs> but not. I'm, old, I'm older. So I would go to my, my grandparents' house and my, my nan loved yelling at the baddies on TV. Uh, yeah. So we, like, it was ritual that every Saturday we would watch ITV Wrestling World of Sport. And uh, in 88, they started to rotate the TV slot because there were two British promotions, uh, Dale Martin All-Star, would have a slot and then the third week would be a wwf tape okay. so the first time i would have seen hulk hogan was i had i looked this up thank you john lester december 1998 so i 1998 1988 so i would have been nine and um this guy came on my tv and he he wasn't wrestling as i knew it like so everything he did looked phony in my wrestling, if you punch somebody, that was a public warning, then a disqualification. And all he seemed to do was punch people. Like, he didn't put on any holds that I knew. He just seemed to cheat the whole time. He was poking people in the eyes and raking oh, their yeah. backs. Like, yeah, he was just – I didn't think anything of it. Like, I, I, a lot of kids – will have seen like this kind of like a lot of wrestling fans my age will have seen this exact same thing have been like completely wowed by it like all of mm. the all of the lights and all of the glamour and all of the i want to say fast-paced violence but sure but to me it wasn't wrestling like wrestling was holds and reversals and counters and that kind of thing mm. it was i was watching johnny saint and mark rocco and yeah there was big daddy but you know underneath that there was there was actual skilled wrestling and hulk hogan yeah. for me wasn't a skilled wrestler which is why i didn't get him and then i found out as i grew up like all of the backstage shit he pulled and like his, the way his ego works and all that kind of thing it's like i've never been able to get into hulk hogan as a fan i will now cede the floor to mr edwards <laughs> no no i've growing up kieran like i say start starting like 91 92 properly mm -hmm. watching me even, even though i was like five or six but that's when mm -hmm. i religiously started mm -hmm. and he was like kind of on the way out so, yeah. I, but but then I get the Silver Vision tapes, and I was always mm. Ultimate Warrior over okay. Hulk Hogan for the face ah. paint for the. I was always when I was a kid, mm. always mm. Ultimate Warrior. Then it got into the Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels mm. era and stuff like that. But I'll be honest, as I've got older, 
we all know Hogan's like a, the biggest star or one of the biggest stars. But that early like Hulkamania run, I've got like some 80 sets. And you know what? He could give as good as he got. Like he's in there with like David Schultz and that and like and Orndorff, they're stiff matches. Mm. They're probably laying them into each other. But there's a David Schultz match. And it's like, I was shocked that Hogan is just firing back as, as like a proper baby face. Mm. But not the baby face against the monsters. It's like, mm. you're, you think you're harder than me. Fuck you. I'm going to knock you down. And it's honestly, there's some great matches. This is like 85, mm. 84, 85. There's some really good stuff there. And we all know he's a bit of a... It's not a bit of a divvy as he is a divvy <laughs> with like with the backstage politics and all that kind yeah, of stuff. But you know, he's just I'll always have a bit of time because he is a big star, but he's not in me like me top ten or not mm. I'm kidding. He's nowhere yeah. near that. But you know, it's it, but yeah, I do appreciate him in there as I got older. Yeah. Well, so. And, yeah. and like the look as well, like he's all because of the bold, the massive bald spot, he's always looked old. Oh, like he's that, like, that's a kick even. He looked ancient. I exactly. Like and he's like, he's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's younger <laughs> than any of us on this call, yeah. but mm. he looks ancient. <laughs> uh, Mark, where do you stand on Hulk Hogan? Well, I'm trying to remember where I first saw Hogan because would he have I'd been imagine- gone by the time you started watching WCW? Um, I don't know. No, he goes in 2000, doesn't he? He goes in 2000, but but because I'm watching worldwide, it's kind of like the Hogan stuff's too important to be even aired on worldwide. (laughs) So I'm pretty sure I might have seen like a couple of video packages of like, this was what happened on Nitro this Mm. week. But really it's like the first I probably saw Hogan would have been this WWE run mm. and more things like Mr. America. Uh, and <laughs> Mark, have the, you seen and the, the old stuff match? though, mate? Have you ever seen his mania match? Like the warrior match, the macho man, the mega powers explode. What an angle, Keenan. That's, one That's another one angles. I'm surprised wasn't on this list. Yeah, what I an think, angle. Honest to God. I think the only one I might have seen might have been Hogan Andre, but I've not gone back because the thing mm. is, I don't go back much anyway. Right. And pretty much since the beginning, I've always been more of a an action, mm. you yeah. know, go, yeah. go, go, the moves. Over yeah. the years, I've I've come to appreciate matches that are less about the moves, more about the working and the, the story. But even, mm. but even then, Hogan's just not the kind of guy if i'm gonna the go Hogan back story watch, is the same every time pretty much yeah. isn't it against if the I'm, monster isn't it yeah. always i'm, I'm gonna monster, be honest yeah. if i'm gonna go back and watch an old guy with a deep tan punching people a lot i'm gonna watch <laughs> chinichiro tenryu <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna watch hogan i'm just gonna go back and watch tenryu punch people in the face and he has a much better fucking punch than hogan does. <laughs> well keenan sorry that's because he is punching say- people in the face but yeah yeah. That's where you're saying about Hogan's got the same story and formula against the monsters. I think that's why his best matches, like the Macho Man one, like the Warrior one, aren't following that formula yeah. against the mm. monster. It's like I'll get maybe a smaller guy or someone as equal as him as the Warrior. Mm. It's a totally different you know, style of story. Yeah. So I think that, that, that speaks volumes for him there. Like. Well, back to this match. Uh, yep. Rock fires back a bit. Uh, uh, getting booed, of course, and he runs into this sort of one-handed choke slam that I'm pretty oh, sure. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that a this was supposed to be a rock bottom, and Hulk had his hand in the wrong place. And b <laughs> he has never done this before or since. <laughs> <laughs> but it made one of the video games, you know, you know, one like one of the oh, smackdowns. Yeah, that is one of Hogan's like go-to like uh, what's not taunts, but like when you like a dig, that's one of his like digs. It's weird. Oh, that's interesting. All, I always used to use that all the time. When I went home <laughs> the games. It's just reminded me. It's not. It's reminded me of the moot of when on, uh, not Andre, when the giant, uh, Big Show did a choke slam to Hulk Hogan, which I'll always remember as the choke nap, as it was called yeah. by Days of Thunder, because <laughs> it was the most gentle choke slam yeah. possible. Yeah. Uh, Kieran, so Hogan... you didn't mention the abdominal stretch earlier, didn't you? Know? Can yeah, I yeah, yeah. That? yeah, it's like, what year is it in 2002 even? What yeah. abdominal stretch? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the abdominal stretch can look absolutely great. It's like in what in 2022, Yukio Naya, who you've never heard of, Matty, <laughs> uh, I've never heard of, has 
he's like a big Japanese lab, but the thing is, because of how he applies it and the fact that he's literally pushing down on it the looks side like of the hits. head, mm. it looks like it hurts. This abdominal stretch does not look like it hurts. It's similar yeah, to Paul, all- it's similar to Paul Heyman's theory that Mark Henry's finish should just be a headlock. Like if he puts mm. that fucking massive arm around your head, you're gonna give up. It doesn't matter who you Easy. are. Easy. Um, so uh, Hogan carries on with a choking theme first with his hands and then by holding a piece of wrist tape somewhere close to the rock's neck Uh, they exchange punches with much better timing than they did in the raw tag uh, before Hogan pitches a charging rock over the top to a huge pop Uh, Rocky gets bounced off all the fixtures uh, gets a chair taken away from him when he tries to use it in his comeback Uh, they tease stripping down the announce table to put somebody through it but don't um Back in the ring, uh, Hollywood shoves a sprinting rock into the referee, and for the first time since Hogan's music hit, the crowd goes quiet. Like they, <laughs> we're like ten minutes in, and like they've been going mad all the way through it. I, I will say we've seen some incredibly natural ref bumps that we've really praised on mm. this podcast. There was, was it uh, JBL versus Eddie was one, yeah. and Neville versus Sami Zayn was another yeah. one. If though if you look at the ref bumps in those matches, Matty, they're just really natural, really well mm. done. This yeah, was organic, not that. Yeah. Rock basically just veered right. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hogan pushed him and he tripped over something and fell towards fell towards the referee. Yeah. Uh so Rock gets a spine buster and Ross uses spine on the pine, which I thought like had come up wouldn't come up till years later. No, we always used that. That's yeah. what he used. He spied on the pine. Yeah. I didn't. I don't remember it from then. Um, with the referee down, Hogan taps out to a rock sharpshooter in Canada, and I can't tell who that's supposed to be a rib on. <laughs> and I, I'm shocked Hogan tapped even without the ref looking. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got massive Rocky sucks chance. Uh, Terry punches Dwayne in his Johnson and Belayers uh, and hits a rock bottom much better than he hits a lot of his own stuff. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's a good rock bottom. That place goes nuts for the kick out. Uh, Hogan government mules Rock with the weightlifting belt, uh, but Rock hits a DDT, gets it off him, and goes on his own whipping spree. Oh, he gets his receipts back. Like he, oh, he yeah, gives him way yeah. more whips than he, he gives Hogan more. It's one of those things in like today's kind of hardcore matches. Like if you see a kendo stick out, you know that uh, the heel is going to hit the baby face with three shots, and then yeah. the baby face is going to get it off him and get three shots back. I hate it. It's every weapon mm, yeah. in every hardcore match. And they do it here, except Rock makes sure he gets a ton in after. Oh, like, easy, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Hulk again sells like a poor, sympathetic old man before walking into a rock bottom, and the pop for this kick out is even bigger. Mm. Oh, it's amazing! This is where it's amazing. Yeah, Hulk up, no sell, point, finger wag, block, three punches, big boot, leg drop, kick out. And if this place had had a roof, it would have got into orbit. No, but Keenan, yeah. the call from Jr. He beat Andre the Giant with this move. What yeah. a call that is! Mm. Like, it, it gives me give me goosebumps now. What, <laughs> Andy, what a call that is! As he gets and, it, oh my god! Fucking and class. the Rock does his absolute best to sell a move where you're just flat on your back because his legs go about four foot in the he's air. He's on his neck. He? He's on his neck doing yeah. a bit of yoga or something. <laughs> <laughs> Downward facing Rock. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if if Rock's feet during the sell of this move is taller than I am. <laughs> uh so hogan does another big boot which is sort of in the air near rock's shoulder uh but rock avoids the leg drop hits the rock bottom twice kips up and tears off the elbow pad and finally the crowd are on his side yeah he hits the people's elbow for the pin and an insane pop like it mm, took yeah. they were all for hogan right until the very end which was really interesting well, it's a call back to the Warrior match, in it? They're missing the leg drop as well. You know, mm. that's the finish of the Warrior. So I like yeah. it. it was good to see that. Like. Hogan didn't kick out 3.01 this time, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. He actually <laughs> took the fall, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just to wrap it up, afterwards, Hogan really plays the beaten up old man. Like he's stooping so he's smaller than, than Dwayne is. He's when shaking he as he. This time. <laughs> yeah, he's shaking <laughs> as he extends his hand, and Hogan graciously uh, like gestures to, to for him to pose on the ropes after they shake. Um, he does, uh, and and uh, uh, he he leaves the ring to Hogan. Hall and Nash enter the ring, and like they take issue with the handshake. Uh, Nash flipper punches Hogan uh, from behind, uh, and they give him a shoe in. Dwayne runs back in, and he and Hogan combine to send the outsiders packing. Hogan goes to leave, but Rock pulls him back and insists that Hogan do his babyface uh, pose routine, which he does, mm. and the Sky Dome again goes crazy. 
Um, I want to, I, I've made it clear. Do not like Hulk Hogan. I want to give him praise here. He had his working boots on oh, about did. as much as he ever has in the West. It's For not, him. Yeah. Yeah. It's not For him. like the stuff he would do in Japan. He's not fighting tenure in the dome or anything, but he's like, not giving in to gear. He's out. Is he or not no. like that? <laughs> no, but he's working pretty hard. Like, as I said, he's 48 here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. His, his hip is already knackered from like 25 years of the leg drop. Um, and he is drenched in sweat. He looks like he took a bath with his gear on. And again, yeah. this is an open air building. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I know what Matt is going to say about this match. I'm going to go to Mark first. What do you, what do you make of this? <sighs> okay. Um, you know, it's what it is. It's, I'll give rock a lot of credit because, um, you, he, a lot of the expressions and that, a lot of the small things, it's like rock knows what his role is. Mm. And he does his best to make Hogan look good without being overshadowed. Mm. So it's a good point. And I'll give you credit that Hogan's trying a lot, but it's just, I don't know if it's not my kind of match. I don't know if it's me just having this mental issue with Ho- with Hogan and just not getting past it and mm. just not, or he doesn't click with me. I get why people nominate this, 100%. It's like, this is up there with the best crowds that we've done. And we've mm. had a couple of matches that were elevated, in, that probably got nominated in part because of the crowd. So it's not yeah. the first one and it won't be the last one, I'm pretty sure. No, I think you're right. I I think mechanically it's... Sorry, Matty. Mechanically, it's among the worst matches we've covered so far. However, the crowd wasn't there for the mechanics of a wrestling match. They were no. there to see two, to see two stars. stars and, yeah. Yeah. Like, they are the third man in the ring. Like Without yeah, this yes. crowd, this match is nothing, and exactly. the crowd 100% makes it. And and the, the, the one last thing that I'll say is, I think it sums me up that I'm not a stars guy. I... Mm. It's I'm not a guy that I have to see the biggest names. I have to see the biggest stars. It's like I'm happy. I'm happy not seeing like the big movies with the big stars. I'd rather see something smaller that works. I'd rather mm. I, I'm happy going out and finding the niche stuff. I mean, if you look at my uh, if you look at the books I read, which if you follow me on Twitter, you'll know because that's pretty much all I post. <laughs> it's not too far off. I've, I've broken over 80 books uh, this year. Yep. In fact, no, it's oh over 100. you still got a week to get another couple in as well. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. But I like just stuff that's small that works. I don't care if it's like not the most popular. So Hogan's not really a guy that works for me. Hmm. But I 100% understand why it works. And this is... This is also probably the beginning of the nostalgia era, would you say, in WWE? Yeah, Hogan coming back, definitely. It's Babe Ruth run next when he gets the title. That's yeah, for me, yeah. the so, start of it. So, mm-hmm. so watching the build-up, it's clear from the beginning, like, this is just the means to an end, and they are going to get Hogan back in the yellow and red as quick yeah. as possible, because... He is getting, he's That's getting Vince for you though, isn't it? He's yeah. getting constantly, mm. constantly cheered. And immediately after this, Hogan flew home to pick up a load of his own memorabilia to have it filmed backstage for uh for segments to go on raw the next night. And right. I can't remember I uh I have I didn't get around to watching it. I can't remember if on that raw uh he actually comes out in the yellow again. But it wouldn't be too far long before before he. It's would the be. Toronto. Hmm. Doesn't he get that standing ovation for ten minutes in Toronto? In that the SmackDown after WrestleMania? I can't. Maybe I don't not the remember, Raw. Yeah, yeah. He gets like a. He has to edit it down on telly because it's literally twelve mm. minutes of him just going bananas. Yeah. He doesn't say a word, Mark. He doesn't say mm. it, it. It's really like he's crying his eyes out on it. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, so, Maddie, what have you got on this match? Yeah, no, as you know, that's Still why love I love it. coming on. I love coming on this podcast, boys, just for the different opinions mm. and the ways like we all break it down. I fucking love it. This match, yeah, like you know, I'll be honest, it had less rest holds. I've seen this match loads. I thought there was more rest holds in this. I thought mm. Hogan got the chin locks in, and there's just for a, it. Yeah. for a Hogan oh, yeah. match, they move at a decent pace. Don't this they? one, I've, yeah. I've got, yeah. it flows quite well, as you say, because mm. in his age and like he's got his working boots on. The Rock's great in this, knows his role. 
as you said, both Funny said, though, yeah. boys, it's yeah, I didn't even mean that. <laughs> um, it is the fans, this is why I voted yeah. for it. Mm. You know, it's it, it literally the fans make it a bigger spectacle than it already is with the mm. two guys in there, and it is must see for that. Like, if anyone hasn't actually seen this, I'll just go and watch it. And I, do you know who's my, whose favorite match this is? Mm. I think this is the Young Bucks' favorite match of all time, you know, and uh, and Cody and all them, mm. like, they all love this match because of. The crowd, and yeah, 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 because you know. it's because it's working the crowd, and I would argue mm. like they're not even working the crowd. They're just no, they're there. Not. Hogan, Hogan's playing up though. He yeah. went, but as you say, when he gives the clothesline, they react. But then because he hears that, that's why he's a master of it. Yeah, he milks it then, doesn't he? Yeah. And then they go even like he knows what he's, you know, what he's doing. But they, yeah. you you say that, but the one is it a criticism? Is they don't? I mean. Kieran said that there were small things that Hogan was doing to sort of play up the sympathy and that. But they, to me, it doesn't feel like they call an audible and decide. No, 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 no they have don't. To the Rock doesn't mean no. into being a heel as much, even though yeah. he does, we said he, he whips Hogan yeah, more. He does, he but does that's a bit. Face coming back, he yeah, does a bit. Like he won't let him out of a corner. Uh, he'll yeah. get him. He'll kick him on the ground when when the Maybe referee shortly. gets when the referee uh, uh, goes down. The Rock tries to wake him up by kicking him in the shoulder. Oh yeah, and, and yeah, pulling yeah. him across the ring. So yeah. he's heelish in that sense. But like, I think it, uh, one or other of them has said, "Oh, we heard the crowd and we called it in the ring that Hogan had to be sympathetic." That's bullshit. Like watching the yeah. TV, you can see that him going back yeah. to being a babyface was always the plan, and this yeah. was just another step in that plan. Like yeah. this match was always going to go down exactly this way. I think. Yeah. But despite um, that, I, as I say, I don't think they played into it as much as they could have. Uh, mm. And I say this as a guy that is a massive fan of when Hiroshi Tanahashi basically turns heel just for a just like one of my <laughs> one of one of my favorite matches is Tanahashi versus Ishii from the 2013 G1 and it's because you've got Ishii as this underdog that no one expects to go up against like the top guy the ace mm. And Tanahashi treats him like dirt in the first 10 seconds and mm. immediately the crowd are just on the side with Ishii and it's yeah. this fantastic work from underneath babyface match. Yeah. And and it's like, yeah, this match works because of the crowd. It's oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's it's yeah. it's a it's a blockbuster movie of a match and mm. it's fascinating to watch Hogan play his game. Yeah. So uh uh we turn to the observer, three stars, uh, which was a joint highest uh, along with uh, Flair versus Undertaker and uh, Triple H versus Chris Jericho for match of the night. This was not a good <laughs> WrestleMania from a wrestling point of view. I was going to say, that's the one where the, everyone, the original, where this should have went on last, shouldn't yeah, they? I had the absolutely. Triple H and Jericho. This is the original people, one of them. People were leaving during the main event. Yeah, Snooze fest, really. Yeah. It was, however, voted as match of the night by a long, long way. Hogan versus Rock, 370 votes. Next highest, Flair versus Undertaker, 84 Bloody mm. Um Patterson, Hogan, and Rock spent all day on March the 9th in Florida choreographing this, which is exactly what Patterson did with Ro Warrior and Hogan. Yeah. Um mm. and uh Hogan apparently had had one tune-up match against uh Rikishi on a house yeah. show on the first and had broken a rib and didn't what? tell anybody. Yeah. Taking when the bottle. Is this Hogan telling you though? Because he apparently broke his neck and survives here. So let's not believe everything he says. <laughs> apparently, management only found out when he was complaining about it, like during this run through, and they were really worried that he wasn't going to be able to go on at WrestleMania. He probably just needed a Rennie to get that wind up. That's all he needed. <laughs> Um, so as you mentioned, uh, this was 68,000 people in the building, $3.8 million uh, US at the gate, uh, 665,000 uh, grand in merch, uh, and 860,000 buys on pay-per-view, and that's before the pay-per-views were available internationally. Jesus. So people wanted to see this. This was a big deal. Mm. Like, this is the biggest match pushed on TV. Um, yeah, they don't, totally. Yeah. Uh, with weirdly... I mean Austin if versus actually, Hall being the second most. If you think about uh, like all of the ex-WCW guys against the, the prime WWF guys, the only match that could be bigger than Rock versus Hogan would have been Austin versus Hogan. And I yeah. think we've said earlier why there's no chance in hell that match no. was ever happening. Ever. No, absolutely not. 
Well, Matty, thank you for joining us once again. Uh, oh, boys, anytime, you know. That, I love it. I love coming on you. Brilliant. Uh, the floor is now yours to plug anything you want. Yeah, just follow me on Twitter at MattyEdwards86. And, you know, keep listening to Grapple. Hopefully subscribe, patreon.com forward slash Grapple. We've got plenty of stuff going down in the new year on that. That's it, really. And anytime, boys, you know, anytime, you know, I'm allowed back on, I'll jump at the chance because I love it. Absolutely, uh, we love having you, and it's uh, yeah, uh, kind of why we picked this match to be our, our Christmas episode is because we knew we could have you back, and we knew it'd be fun. Oh no, boy, thank you, no, honestly, really. Like anytime, I know anytime WWF uh, comes up, like I know I'm I'm in the running anyway. Think, <laughs> You're so. waiting by the phone. <laughs> oh, I am, yeah, I am. <laughs> We are at Must See Matches on Twitter, Instagram, and Mastodon, or however the hell that thing works. Although Twitter will continue to be the most lively of those platforms until Elon Musk crashes it into the sea. I am at Kieran Edit, and Mark is at monkey underscore buckles. If you haven't already subscribed to the show, you should hit linktr.ee slash matches for all the ways to do that, links to the full list of nominated matches, and much more. I was also back on GCP with Andy Ogden this week, talking about UWA Wrestling Rampage, which is a British wrestling TV show from 1999. We reviewed episodes 5, 6, and 7, and let me tell you, there are some things to discuss on those shows. So head on over to at GCP Podcast One on Twitter, or search GCP on your podcast platform of choice. Next week, we are taking our one and only trip to Gaia for Akira Hokuto versus Mako Satomura from April 29th, 2001. And of course, our guide will be the marvellous Sarah Parkin. So until then, we hope everybody listening has a fantastic festive period and we'll catch you in the new year. Bye. Every day is a new day. I'm thankful for every breath I take.